Hello and welcome to today's edition of Family Life Today, hosted by Dave and Ann Wilson. Family Life Today is presented by Power to Change, known in the US as Family Life. We hope the program will encourage you in your most important relationships. You know, after 33 seasons in the NFL as team chaplains in Detroit, mm-hmm. and I'm not even going to talk about how many games we I lost. I 35 years. You did have a couple more years. <laughs> they got rid of me, but they kept you around. The wives wanted to meet with you, and you had a Bible study with the wives. Yeah, I did. Troy Land wives. Um, but, you know, we've, we've been around a lot of NFL couples. And a lot of great couples. Yeah, I mean, we speak at a, a, a conference every off season for the NFL called Pro Athletes Outreach which is a Christian conference where they bring in uh, players and couples and single. I mean, it's just an amazing opportunity. So we get to know a lot of couples and players from other teams, Mm -hmm. which is great. But, you know, we've said this before. One of the couples that just strikes you the first time you meet them and then when you hear the depth of their relationship and their walk with God, it impacts you. And that's uh, Benjamin and Kirsten Watson. They're a remarkable couple, but not only are they remarkable, they're just fun and they're deep spiritually, but man, are they relatable. And we already got to hear their love story. Yeah. It was fun to hear them talk about you, that. If you missed that one, go back and listen to it because <laughs> nobody can tell it like they tell it. Yeah. And it's a beautiful story, but then their love, love story, they end up having kids mm-hmm. and not just one yeah. or two. You're going to hear today, they ended up having seven children, and they're raising them now post-NFL career. But let's talk about parenting. Tell us uh, what it's like parenting seven. (laughs) Count that, seven kids, even as you were in the NFL. Yes, well, when we first went to marriage counseling, we sat in the, the living room of the pastor, and he said, how many kids do you want? And I said, I think four is great. That would be a great number. And Ben was like, I was thinking four, too. Like, we really are meant for each other because I don't want to have six. Because six is, too, he comes from a family. He's the oldest of six. He's like, six is too much. Not too many. And I said, two, I come from a family. I was like, two is just not enough. So four is even. And that's a good Christian number to bring into the world. Yeah. Four is a Christian number. Okay. Yeah. yeah. An American Christian number. <laughs> exactly. So we set into this thing called marriage with thinking we would have four kids. And then we had four. And I looked, In four and a half years. Yeah, we had four really quickly. Well, we had to, we, let me just say this. We were married for three years before, so we had to make sure we still really liked each other. Because we <laughs> know we were called to love. But those first three years, I was like, we can't bring anybody else up into this mess. we got to figure <laughs> some stuff out before we have some kids. And so we finally decided we did like each other officially. Yeah, four and a half years, we had four kids, two girls and two boys. And I remember looking at Benjamin saying, I just don't think our family's done. He's like, wait, you're going back on our promise? Like we said four. For good, we got two girls, two yeah. boys, everyone has a partner. I was like, I just don't think that's it, Benjamin. And so... Weren't you exhausted four yes. and four and a half years? I don't know what was wrong with <laughs> me. Always try, she loves to be... <laughs> oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she loves to be like the one that everybody's like, wow, how do you do it? That's true. I think, I think there's something to that. I think there's something to people being like, wow, how you do it? Like, or exhausted. maybe I'm connected to the spirit. No, that's what I was going to say. Have... Yes, Chris. Uh, Kirsten, uh, you are connected no, to Jesus. And he's talking to you. 
He is telling me you idea. think four, but it's not four, Kirsten. That's, That's what right. I was listening to. So you decided it's five. Like above and beyond. Above and beyond. <laughs> okay, so what happened? What? Well, we know you had five. <laughs> well, we had five. We had we had five, number five, and Benjamin was not super excited about. I'm not. Super. He's like, yeah, wait, I what? I wasn't excited. Oh, I think the way I told you was after a away game. Like it was all. We come back from playing uh, the Bears, right? How well, do you remember that? Oh, how do I remember? Oh, they remember, remember all of that. Actually, no, actually, no. He probably had three touchdowns. You know, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it was the week before we played the Bears. Oh, whatever. Uh, because I remember playing the Bears after I knew because I had to like get some serious like prayer from my teammates, uh, especially Luke McCown. Uh, right before, they had six, right, so he's probably right, thinking it's we talking. Okay. So I come home from a game uh, right before that week we played the Bears, and then I go upstairs, and you had left like the, the, pregnancy, the pregnancy test, test upstairs <laughs> on, the, on the counter. Yeah, because I just wanted you to see it. Yeah. So <laughs> yeah. I, I'm walking up there with my luggage. <laughs> the luggage, I feel like, came through. The, it was like, boom. I was like, I think he saw it. He saw the test. <laughs> and I'm running down the stairs like, what is this? <laughs> yeah. So we had number five, which you look back at it. Can you imagine our life without Eden? Absolutely no, not. not. No. So we had her. And then I was like, babe. Same. Five is such an awful number to end on. It's it's odd. She doesn't have a friend. We go on a, a roller coaster. We she who's she gonna ride with? He's like, I'll ride with her. I'm like, who am I gonna ride with? Like we all need a person. And so he was really like cursing. I think five is enough. So I said, you know what? I am not gonna bring it up again. And then one day. Mm. months later he was like let's go for number six and i was like here we go (laughs) thank you jesus thank you jesus exactly and i was like this is this is like planned like this is part of a good plan and then we had our first miscarriage Mm. and i remember looking at talk looking at i'm saying looking at god because i remember just looking up being like this is not part of the plan Mm. like this this is nowhere, this is not supposed to happen. And then we got pregnant again, and I had another miscarriage. Mm. And I was like, God, like, we're trying to bring people into, the, you know, the arrow. You talk about shooting arrows, yeah. God, in the Bible. Like, that's what we're trying to do. Like, get on board. And I just remember thinking, I'm asking for a baby. Like, that. we have number six. And then um, it's like, let's just take a break, and then we'll we'll try again. And we tried again, and then we found out it was twins. And I was like, I did not ask for that, Lord. Thank you. But what in the world? And so we're still at an odd number. No, now you now you got the perfect number. Exactly. I said I, said I should have been more specific in my prayers uh-huh. that I didn't want six he kids. He said six was too much, so he yeah. got seven. Yeah, I should have said six or more. Like, <laughs> I just left it at, Lord, I don't want to have six kids. And so God was like, okay, well, you just, you're going to have you know more than that. So, yeah, so now we have seven, uh, and two of them are in heaven. So it's just definitely more than we ever. We were just Benjamin just said this morning. He's like, I look over there with you. The twins are sitting on me. He's like, I. He just said, I never knew when I saw you on on the yard at Georgia that mm. this is what our life would be 17 years later. And so it's just crazy. The twins are crazy i didn't i I wish i would have known that this happened and there were parents out there all my life because i would have been praying for you because (laughs) i need so much prayer the multiples with these multiples it is not it's not regulation like i don't really know why the lord doesn't just leave that for animals like and not people 
It should not happen. <laughs> it only happens in select people that he calls and he knows he'll do it. And I think, too, those of us that have two kids, three kids, we're like seven. How did you find time to write a book? And you've got all these kids, too. But why was it important to you to do that? Yeah, well, it's funny because when I think of the top 10 things that I wanted to do in my life, book is probably, I don't know, 500. And so, I mean, it was just <laughs> never on my radar. It was always kind of a joke when we'd go somewhere and someone would just pull me aside to ask me a quick question. Like, you should write that down. I'm like, yeah, I'll just, I don't know that it's true. I'm just, this is just my, my opinion about things. And so it was, it was kind of an ongoing joke. And honestly, it got to a point where um, Benjamin was saying, you need to write a book. I was like, Benjamin, I don't have time to write a book. I don't want to write a book. I don't even have anything to say because right now I just don't even know what I'm doing. Like who is going to take what I have to say into consider? I don't know what I'm doing. And literally um, I remember being in prayer and I said, God, this book thing keeps coming up. Like if you want me to write a book, make it so clear. I'm talking like wool wet around wool wet and no i'm talking give me like, that fleece exactly it has got to be so clear and literally within that week i got a call from benjamin's book guy saying hey i had a publisher reach out that wants to talk about doing a book and i was like are you kidding me right now mm. and then i told a friend and she's like you know what i have a perfect person to help you write this book and i'm like yeah she's probably busy and then i get a text she's like no she would love to work with you i'm like what i was like okay god i'll write Write the stinking book, okay? <laughs> that was literally my response to writing the book you have in your hands. It was not all fun and flowers and games. It was definitely an act of obedience mm. and uh, a little bit of a push from all those people around me who thought I, I should do it. It's pretty <laughs> remarkable. You guys think back on that day in Georgia. Like, Benjamin, when you saw Kirsten in her red pants and that light came down... <laughs> You never thought you would be where you are today. Is it better? Than that day when I didn't have kids. And I, are you really asking this question right now? Are you really asking parents of seven? What, can we define better? Let's, let's, let's define better. I, I think she means better than you imagined then. It could be. That's what she means. I mean, your journey uh, yeah. is so unexpected, right? You never yeah. thought. But, like, I... Think about each of those kids. Look what you're doing, your legacy. Yeah. I do think I never would have drawn this up, of course. Yeah. Uh, I think a lot of people could say, you know, I look at my life and where I am now, where I thought I would be, and I can't draw that up, you know, positively or negatively. In my case, it is definitely positive. And even on the most tired days <laughs> with the kids, um, there's still something special about having life in your home. And, you know, having the ability to teach and to see them grow and to even be tired because your kids want to do different things. Mm. I mean, those things are all, all blessings. And I think looking back on it, I had no idea what we were going to get into. Mm -hmm. I, I had no idea. I didn't know. And I do remember saying this probably to you or at least saying it in my head that I wanted you to be the mother of my children. Mm. Like I was trying to find someone who would be a good mother to my children and you fulfilled all that thanks babe. and more because i didn't think we were gonna have seven I, know. I was only thinking that you know you'd be good for four but you <laughs> but you turned out to be great for seven Listen, well, well, well side note about that at in our counseling remember i'm thinking i'm gonna do corner office tailored suits yeah. beautiful briefcase 
you know, the parking thing is going to have Mrs. whatever on the thing. And he sits there with our pastor and the pastor says, well, you know, after you have kids, like, what will your family look like? What, what do you what do you think? What are your dreams? Benjamin starts first. He answers first. He's like, well, you know, I just would hope that Kirsten would stay home with all of our kids. And I think my neck went so quickly to roll and look at him like, do you know who you are marrying? Like, that was never anything that I thought about, that I had seen. Like, my mom was a teacher, so she worked, but she had the summer. Like, I, it just did not even come to mind. And when he said that, I was like, do I need to marry this man? Because he thinks. And here we are. It's like how the Lord will change your heart yeah. when you think that something is the way you should go. And he will pull you if you listen and say, I have a better plan. And guess what, Kirsten? All of those dreams, I'm not going to let them go to waste. Yeah. It's going to look different than what you think. And so I look back at it and think, did I ever think we would be in the NFL as long as we were? Absolutely not. All of the moves, all of the kids, homeschool. There's this, I can go down the line and say, that was never part <laughs> of my list of things I want to do before I die. Like, it was just not. But it's been better yeah. than anything I could have written myself. Mm. And so the fact that it's with Benjamin, the fact that we have these kids that have moved all over the country and have these experiences that had we been in a different situation, I don't know how it would have turned out. But it's like going back to how we originally met and how we've always been intentional. Like I could not have imagined doing it with anyone else. Mm. And, you know, I'm there are days where I'm like, I just want to go somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to go somewhere. You can come too, babe, but these people going to stay. Okay? <laughs> but there are more days where I look around and I just look at what's happening. I'm listening to the volume of the noise <laughs> and I'm thinking this, this is good mm-hmm. and help me to remember and appreciate and enjoy and like lean in to what's going on. And I'm grateful now that he's not playing football, that he's there to see it as well yeah. and to experience it and to hear it. You think crowd noise is loud. Just walk into our house. <laughs> exactly. So it's, it's a ride for sure. You know, Benjamin and, uh, Kirsten, you know, they're talking about God doing so much more. It's my life first. I love it. You know, mm. I, I pulled it up as you guys were talking about it. Now to him, it's Ephesians 3.20. Now to him who's able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine, according to his power that is at work within us, to him be the glory in the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations forever and ever. Amen. I mean, when Paul wrote that, he was, I think, echoing what we've been talking about mm-hmm. is like, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, just like the Watsons for you and I, when we started out, never would we ever dream that God was going to do immeasurably more than what we and we had big dreams. But man, look at look at what God's done. Did you ever, ever, <laughs> ever think growing up that you would be a pastor? Never. In fact, I was pretty convinced that would be the last thing. I, I was going to make sure I didn't do one thing, that would be it. <laughs> I'm not going to be a I pastor. Would have thought, and I even said to you when we went to seminary, hey, I'm all about, let's, yes, let's go to seminary, but don't ever let me be a pastor's wife. And yet, it was and amazing. Yet, and I mean, you can add on to that. Did you ever, ever, ever think... You'd be sitting in a studio recording audio no. for radio and podcasts no. about marriage and family? 
No. Never. And, you know, did you ever think we'd have three sons that are now married and six grandkids that are living for Jesus and trying to impact the world for the kingdom <laughs> because God used us to change a legacy that was not following Christ mm -hmm. to a legacy that's about following Christ. That is the beauty of following Jesus, that he knows what will fulfill us more than we know. Mm -hmm. Because, man, I want to make my own plans. I feel like <laughs> I know the right way to go, and I know it will make me happy. We all feel that. But to submit our lives, our futures, and our happiness to him, that is, remember doing that the first time? It's scary. I mean, I was going to say every time. It's a <laughs> yeah. daily Mm, choice surrender yeah. yeah i mean the word is surrender not my will your will i don't want to do what i want to do i want to do what you want to do and boy those dark days when the kids were little and we were fighting in our marriage <laughs> and we were exhausted oh, yes and we wondered if we were doing what god wanted us to do hang on mm -hmm. i mean keep surrendering every single day to him especially when you've lost hope or energy and let him continue to do his work in you. Because he's a God that loves you. He knows you. He sees you. He created you. He knows what will bring you joy. Mm -hmm. He knows the hardships that we face. And he also knows, oh, I'm using this. And wait till you see on the other end the person that you'll become as I shape you and nobody wants to be shaped. Yeah. And I think for the Watsons, just ha you guys having those seven kids, that is shaping you. Yeah. Yeah. And, I, and you know, we can say this cause we're empty nesters now and that means we're old. Um, <laughs> embrace. Yeah. Every moment, even as chaotic and loud and, uh, you know, frustrating as it, it can be, embrace the moment. There's going to be a day you're going to wish it was that loud again in your house. Absolutely. I remember your mom, when our kids would leave her house, she goes, oh, I'm not even going to clean my windows. I just want to see those fingerprints. And I remember thinking, are you kidding me? Those fingerprints <laughs> are throughout my entire house. And it's not just fingerprints, like the walls, the nicks, all of that. And she's right. Now I look back and think, oh, man, those were good days. Mm. I didn't think it in the moment. <laughs> But but now I see the richness. You guys brought up the scripture of Psalm 127. And I wanted to read some of that because you guys are totally the picture of this, starting in verse 3. Behold, children are heritage from the Lord. Hmm. The fruit of the womb a reward. Like arrows in the hand of a hmm. warrior are the children of one's youth. Blessed is the man who fills his quiver with them. You guys filled your quiver. <laughs> he shall, Listen, we're filling it. <laughs> he shall not be put to shame when he speaks with his enemies in the gate. And you mm -hmm. guys are living that life of following Jesus, surrendered. You're inspiring. Thanks for all you're doing, and thanks for the legacy that you're creating. Can't wait to see what these kids are doing and what God has mm -hmm. for you guys next, too. And I would just add, you know, being a chaplain for three decades, you know, it's rare that a couple like you come into a locker room and what a gift, you know, to not only a team and an organization, but to a city and the country. Thank you for using your platform to impact people for the gospel. I know that's your call. Yeah, I've look at seen you. It, you you're know? both authors. Look at you guys, what you're doing. That's crazy. Well, I'll tell you what, we thank you for that encouragement, yes. but we also thank you for being trailblazers yourself. Yeah. And for being a, a, a demonstration, not only to the teams that you are on, but being able to do that 
outside of the the NFL, but also across the NFL. Mm-hmm. I mean, we were never with Detroit, but through pro uh, athlete outreach, we were able to see you all, and you all have spoken in our lives in ways that you probably will never know. And and I and I'll be able to. I can say that a lot of other people can probably say the same thing. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I think that's the beauty of the body of Christ yeah. is yeah. that. You can be in your lane, but you also get encouraged by people that are ahead of you, behind you, and beside you. And you guys have been that for us, too. So thank you. 100%. Yeah. So we thank you for, I mean, we're together because of that tree, Anne. (laughs) (laughs) We love you guys. We want to thank Dave and Ann Wilson and their team for another edition of Family Life Today. Although our programs are produced in America, the issues facing families like forgiveness, communication and taking care of our kids transcend national borders. These issues profoundly affect relationships everywhere. In Australia, family life is known as power to change and our mission is to effectively develop godly families, the kind of families that change the world one home at a time. A key part of our mission includes strengthening marriages and families all around the world. We want to do whatever we can to bring timeless truths to the challenges you face as you seek to strengthen your family and join us in changing the world. Marriage is a beautiful thing when it's working well, but when it's not, it can stretch us beyond what we ever thought possible. Would you be willing to contribute to our Save a Marriage Fund, used to help sponsor everyday Australian couples who are on the brink? To give a gift, please navigate to our website at families.powertochange.org.au under the Helping Couples tab. Until tomorrow at the same time, God's richest blessings on your family.